0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: You're listening to the Huntin' Land Man Podcast. This is Slade Priest, your host, the Huntin' Land Man. Right buck down here on opening day. If you're interested in rack bucks and real estate and everything that has to do with hunting property, this is the podcast for you. Well, here we go. The Hunt and Land Man Podcast, episode 44. This is your host, Slade Priest, the Hunt Land Man. And today we have got the Rack Buck Realtor, aka cameraman Caleb, is here today. And uh, so, Caleb, if you didn't know, um you know he started off as a cameraman now he's full-time real estate agent working with me out of the natchez office and is doing a great job um before i get too far in this caleb i'll let you do this who is our podcast brought to you by and why do we use them so much
2: our podcast is brought to you by southern ag credit they take great care of us and all of our clients i forgot what else you say but that's pretty daggum close no they really do a great job uh taking care of us and our clients um they do a lot for Slade and and you know his own business ventures and so uh, you know you like to work with people who are not just good people but they're good at what they do and that Southern Act Credit.
1: It's really easy to push them. Y'all have heard them on the podcast before. They make the they have the best product. They're great people. They're easy to work with. What else do you need to say? Yeah, that's true. All right, today I want to talk about who's the Rack Buck Realtor, and the reason I I I want to talk about this is very soon, well, basically already, you know, Caleb is starting to do a lot of real estate, okay, in and around Natchez, he's taking a, bu- a bunch of residential stuff, uh, some small lots and things like that, of course, he helps me every day with all of our stuff, uh, it, from camera editing to pictures to everything he does, he's very good and thorough at what he does, but so, I kind of tell you, our plan with Caleb going forward, now, Caleb, big hunter like myself, Um. And Caleb is from North Louisiana. Tell everybody where you're from, Caleb. I'm from
2: a little town right outside of Monroe called Swartz, in between uh, Monroe and Bastrop. Grew up right there on Stubbs, Vincent Road. Spent a lot of time hunting right there in the refuges, right across from Wham Break. And, uh, yeah, all of my family's what, right there.
1: What parish is that? Ouachita Parish. Ouachita Parish. Well, um, so, so what we're going to do, you know, of course, that's not where I'm from. That's not where I have... Extreme expertise of local knowledge like cable, Caleb does. So my game plan um, is to launch Caleb out of uh, Natchez office and let Caleb take over that market. And uh, I, I don't – Caleb, I, I've seen the competition out in that area. Uh, I think you can do it. I, I, I Actually, I know you can do it. I, I don't um, – how do I put this very, very politely? Um. Look, you not, say it. you look, not you're not coming to participate
2: yeah we're not here to take part we're here to take over and look from a marketing standpoint I know it can be done you know it's easy to outmarket the current competition um, you know look I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know everything there is to know about land look I grew up poor boy hunting. Um, I can go out and kill deer and stuff. But when it comes to timber and all this other these other things where, you know, I'm not the, the expert. You know Slade is the expert on that. and when we've got other agents in our office that know vastly more about all those things than I do. And I've learned a whole bunch just from working uh, with, with the people that we work with and you, know, having conversations and listening. but you know that, that's not what I grew up doing. What I grew up doing was loving land. Um, love and spending time with family and outdoors and with my friends. And that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I find that, that a lot of people that are buying, that's what they're passionate about. They they're, think yeah. big
1: hunting tracks, but more often than not, it's about spending time with family and friends. And, and
2: I didn't expect that. I thought that people were going to be, man, I want to kill 150 out here every mm-hmm. year. And some people say that. And then after they own it for a little while they'll talk to you again and today like, man, case look, in point you
1: know you didn't get to meet the buyer today on the track that uh we sold today we sold 344 acres of natchez real nice guy southern ag credit to Divine Anson. thank y'all for that um and the guy is a hunter and look at the guy's got 150 inch deer on camera right now not concerned yeah Not. i mean like i'm not saying they're not going to hunt him and, and try to kill those big deer but not concerned he's concerned with putting lake right in front of the camp
2: that's what he, yeah, and why is he doing that for his family? Right. You know, they, they want to go make memories, and I and I see this all the time with deer, on and social media's got the biggest thing to do with this, in my opinion, but. People are always tearing each other down over the size of a deer, the age of a deer, and this and that. Man, it ain't about the deer. It's about what that deer represents, and that deer represents a memory. You know, like I've got so many memories with friends over a doe or, or over a little spike or something like that. You know, I mean, really and truly, that's what God gave us these animals to do, and that He gave us to to enjoy them. And it's just getting further and further away from that because of social media. And I think that we as hunters have to be real careful. Especially hunters that work in the outdoor industry, we got to be careful, and and remember why God gave us animals.
1: I totally agree. And Caleb's hunted with me for a year, you know, in the tree, so he gets it. He understands how I am about this. I like what you said as far as you know. It represents a memory, and it rep, you know, for me. Okay, even that can be taken with. Hey, if you're Bentley, first buck, small eight point, right here. Memory will never forget. That's right. Okay, for me personally, last year. A deer that, uh, I mean, we we think he's a really good deer, but mm-hmm. a lot of social media. Oh, that's not look six or seven year old deer. We hunted him all season, and could I've been any more excited when I killed him? No, and no, that's what I'm saying. Right. That's the memory. It's, it's yeah, it's what it represents. You know, yeah. and, and and it's different for every part. Look, this little redneck. Well, hold on, let me. I was gonna say it about me, but I'll just say it about Caleb. Caleb could go shoot three does open in a week and he ain't gonna be he ain't gonna be any happier if he shot a one thirty. Not no, not
2: one bit. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm just because I got six back straps instead of two, I may be happier.
1: That's right, that's right. We measure by how long the back strap is, you know, not how many points. That's right, that's
2: right. And the does you go across the forehead. They're right. fingers.
1: Well, look, I want to get back to real estate. We can talk about hunting all day. Um, what kind of I want to let everybody know that follows us, that's either on our email list or looking to buy land or whatever, and what Caleb can do for you that I can't. Okay, we've been very blessed to all our uh, you know to our clients out there that so darn busy. I, I would I don't even know how many tanks of gas I put in my truck this week. It's eight, ten, just so busy in a good way. Okay, mm-hmm. what that does for me, Caleb is super good. At taking care, of, like uh, today he was writing a contract, uh, working on a listing agreement. So there's things that, like, if you're one of our clients and I say, hey, look, Caleb's going to get with you, believe me, you're in better hands. And what I mean by that is if my brain's on 10 deals and Caleb's focus focuses on your one, and and Caleb is the first to pick up the phone and call me or call Scott and say, "Hey, how do I do this? How do I word this?" And so, uh, so uh, you're in great hands. And I think as Caleb goes into the Tensaws and the Washetals and Morehouse Parish, all up in that area, you know, that's going to be uh, portrayed very well to those clients. Something that. Caleb and I have looked at uh, something we take a lot of pride in. Okay, every list, we have a process. I mean, even on, let's just say, a 40-acre track, we usually got 30 to 50 pictures minimum, video, uh, really good maps, different maps, X links. You name it, we have it on there. Listen, the competition out there, I'll tell you this, they're cheaper than us. You, you can get them done 4 or 5%, mm, but guess right. what? You go look at their marketing and look at ours. And as we move into that market, as Caleb and I move into that market out of Natchez, I just think that the I think the sky's the limit. Case in point. Okay.
2: I'm getting my phone is blowing up on a waterfront lot. Okay. How many pictures can you take from a waterfront lot? Like not that many. It's one point one four acres.
1: Whole 1.14. A whole one point one four. A
2: whole one point one four. Okay.
1: Plus. And that's this ain't the food plot on it. This yeah. is the track. Plus or minus.
2: And so, uh, you know, there's not a lot you can do with that, right, from a marketing standpoint. But if you go, you know, like the marketing that I did the the last realtor, and I'm not going to call names, of course, but they had one picture, and it was of the water. You didn't even have a picture of the lot. I mean, there was nothing. you You had no idea what you were getting into, and it was a picture of a picture of a survey. You know, you just had no idea what you were getting into. Well, you know. Look at our marketing on We got drone photos. We got videos. YouTube videos. YouTube yeah, videos. yeah the, it's got almost two thousand views now. Just kind of out of nowhere, my phone's blowing up about it, and it's all because people know exactly where it is. F- and know fix exactly, and get a contract on yeah, it. Yeah, right? fix and get a contract on it. And and so, you know, people need to know what they're buying. You need to take all of the questions that someone may have, a prospective buyer, answer them. Just answer them before they even have to ask them, and and that that's how we you know outmarket everybody.
1: I agree, and and here's the deal. (laughs) I hear it all the time. You know when people say, "Oh, what do you charge for listing commission?" I'll tell you, everybody, more than everybody else. We're not trying to. Just do like, oh, we'll do it for cheap and we'll do it. No, we're trying to do you the best job. Half of our clients who sell these big stuff, they drive up in Ford Platinums and and Duramaxes and Escalade, you know, like uh, Raptor trucks. You know, they drive up in top end vehicles. They have really nice bows and and clothing and and everything like that. Quit. Don't don't try to get the cheapest realtor. Try to get the best because the best is going to bring you more money. Exactly. That's what I was
2: just about to say. Here's the deal with real estate commissions. Yeah, you may save two or three percent with someone else on the listing, but they may lose you five percent on what they get you in your final offer. You know, we, yeah, you're going to pay one or two percent more with us. I mean, I'm right. And and look, if you don't want to do it, I'm just going to tell you, list it with someone else. I mean, I'm willing to shoot the hostage, but. I may can get you five or six more percent than they can. So in the end, you still
1: win, right? Because uh, and, and here, oh, how you do that, Slade? How you do that, Kay? Well, if we're doing a better job marketing, it's proven. I mean, I could take you through other people's listing. We're doing a better job marketing. We're putting more eyeballs on it. Okay, that means we're bringing more buyers to the table, more buyers, more competition, more competition. Uh, now, look, we're not perfect. We're not saying that we have had something expire and somebody else's soul. We are not perfect. We don't control the market, but we control. If it doesn't sell, it's not because we didn't market it like crazy. And, and Some properties are just harder to sell than others. I've owned some that are harder to sell than others. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it, it happens. Uh, but if you get it out there and you get it right and you price right, there's a buyer for every property. Sometimes it takes longer than others. The, I, I tell people this
2: all the time when we talk about listings. Property agents do not sell your property, the property has to sell itself. Right, but it's the agent's job to put the eyes on it, and we put more eyes on it than everybody.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's your job to be good at getting the information out there. The property sells, it's, everybody labels realtors as like used car sales and, and, and a negative thing, but like the property sells itself. If mm. you show up and the property ain't for you, I'll be the first to tell you, you, you don't want this property. Let's go down the road. With this one, other yeah. day, case in point, 62 acres. The other day, Andrew is my uh, buddy, is getting he. Went and looked at a property, and we're looking at it and just maybe if we got it for the right price. And I went to tell him about the one I just left, the with the little cabin. Yeah, we rode up the road and he bought it that day. Right, and, and it never went on the market because when I got somebody on that yellow buggy, when I got somebody, and when I got him in the truck, and we really went to talking, we figured out okay, this is what he wants for, and and his wants were so easy for me to relate with. He's my age family wanted to grow his boys up in the outdoors mm-hmm. this is actually a good point to bring up with caleb he hunt a lot, hunts a lot of public land but he said listen i want my young sons to experience good experiences in the outdoors not that you can't do that on public land right. but but you know he he wants to be able to bring them on a 20 degree day in a titan box blind which he's buying one from me and 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 them see a bunch of deer in a food plot, you know, that kind of experience. Not that they won't go five miles down the road right. to the WMA, but, you know, he wants just – like, just like my place case.
2: And 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 it's not so much – look, there, there's this whole big competition between public and private land. It, it has nothing to do with that. What it has to do with, yes, there is hard work, obviously, with public land, but there's a whole different side of hard work with private land, you know, preparing the food plots, getting the stands mm-hmm. in the right spot. Uh, managing the deer herd because really in public you can't manage the deer herd right, right but right. You, you, there's so many other ways that you can work hard and i mean that's more fun it's more fun when you own it and it's yours and you can say this is mine mm-hmm. and, you know no one's coming in here i don't have to worry about white shrimp boots with a crossbow. you know walking under my sand at 8 a.m personal experience Now I look, he, he
1: can say that because he's married to a girl from Lafayette. yet i am yeah bona fide bona fide yep. But anyway, I wanted to just bring y'all and tell you, you know, y'all had Caleb, we've had Caleb on the podcast for tell you who he is. You know, he's a great hunter, a great person, trustworthy. I wouldn't be working with him as close as him if he wasn't trustworthy. I think he's going to do extremely big things. And I'm so excited for our little Natchez office right there where it's, I just think that, I think that that's, if you're in the way of that snowball, you better get out the way.
2: It's happening. Look, there's no, there's no stopping it. I mean, we've mm-hmm. just got too many good things going for us. Um, we've got the right people on board with us. It's you know, it's already been put into motion.
1: Yep, we're rocking and rolling. Of course, anything takes time. We're getting, we got our office, we got our signage up. You know, we're getting involved. Caleb lives in Natchez now. I already sell that area, and then it's going to allow us to sell more in the Concordia that we do a little bit now, Franklin Parish, over in that area. we got some new agents coming on that are going to be exciting to work with that are the locals in those parishes. Um, But if you're looking for property anywhere in southwest Mississippi, of course you know to call us now. If you're looking, or you let's say you're listening to this out of Monroe or you're listening to this out of somewhere and you say, oh, look, I want more of that North Louisiana feel. North Louisiana on that side of the river gives you things that this side of the river doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's more of a delta, more farm ground, uh, more big hardwood tracks. So much, if you want duck, ducks and deer, turkeys a little harder over there, right. but if you want ducks and deer, which a lot of people want, more people want ducks and deer than they want deer yeah. and turkeys. If you want ducks and deer, it's easier to find over there. That's right. On the property. Now, properties are hard to find over there. A lot yep. of them change hands yep. without ever going the market. Um, you know, uh, the, the, a lot of times they cost a whole lot of money because you get the mineral rights. Um, but, God, no, we've sold some stuff over there, people growing some giants. Like that place in the middle of Richard K. Yancey, that place by Glasscock, I mean, some good areas. I got a client who bought something um, – 1200 acres off market the other day over there and he was telling me he said look he's got like three cameras on mineral sites right now he said i think i got 27 bucks on camera he said i got a i don't know if i got any real old deer he said i got two or three i know that are four years old and he said 140s and 150s and he said i ain't even started getting the good stuff yet so
2: yeah yeah i mean that it's that delta dirt man mm-hmm. it's, it's all that farm ground in the area um it really is like river bottom hunting. But you're far from the Mississippi River. It's just because that side's flat, you know. Right. The, and, and you little,
1: have all the rivers. You got the, you know, yeah, you got all the those rivers. River,
2: mm-hmm. the Beff River, the Beth River, the Tensaw River. I mean, it's just. Speaking
1: of Bef, if somebody's looking for deer, ducks, and turkeys, Bef being it. Look, it don't get much better than that. That's a cool track. Yeah, people. If if we just got to get the right when right guy pulls up and says, "I want it." And Turkey Creek is. A two-minute boat ride right there. I mean, some of the best crappie
2: fishing you can ask. Great for. duck hunting too. Yeah, really good duck hunting. That place is the trifecta. They they rabbit hunted out there. Now they are from South Louisiana, mm-hmm. so they did like to do some rabbit hunting and whatever. You but, know,
1: hey, look. Rabbits, squirrel—they like squirrel hunting out there. It's got an Deer. acre field you could yeah. use for doves. Get soybeans in it right now. Deer, it's—it's do- it's got a lot of cool things. You—you—you you, you can fish hundred yards or two hundred yards from the camp. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a lot of really cool stuff. So Beth, being we got off topic there a little bit, but I just kind of want to let y'all know who the rack butt realtor was, what our plans were for him. World domination is kind of the underlying thing. <laughs> Uh, one acre at a time. But uh, we're super excited about it. We're super ca- excited to have Caleb on board. He just got his new Expedition bow set up. How is it shooting? Well, I
2: got to sight it in here in just a minute. But it's shooting. It feels real good at the bow shop.
1: I'll tell you what else we did today. And we'll talk a little bit more about it. We're doing another podcast with my buddy Barrett. We've had on here before in a little while. It's we put together that new Raider, uh, Raider lock on. from I mean, uh, ladder stand from Novix. This is the best way I can describe it. You've never seen a ladder stand built this good because nobody's ever made one this good.
2: And it goes together like Lincoln logs. Yeah, like it. it like, really,
1: that's a good. Yeah, I didn't think it is like Lincoln logs. It's
2: so easy to put together. I put it, it Caleb. What?
1: When I yeah, it put, took me five minutes by the time Caleb outside, I had it put together. Um, you know, we didn't read the directions, so it took us a little longer than normal to uh, to put together. Hey, so you can come in and say hey. Hey, Barry. Oh, come here, Ace. So we got to interview you real quick before we get off. We're gonna steal Caleb's podcast real quick. Meh. Tell us what ha- what did you do this week? Shoot a hog all by
2: myself.
1: How big was he?
2: Ginormous!
1: He was ginormous. I can I can attest. He was. He was. How? Um. What, tell me about the hunt. Did did was your did you get excited? Tell me about. It.
2: I got a little bit excited, and my heart was beating faster than a
1: cheetah. Faster than a what? Cheetah. Beating faster than a cheetah. What happened when you shot? What happened to the hole? <coughs> he went down. Yep. What was he doing? when We went up there. Was he making a bunch of noise? Well, tell me the noise. Yep. <coughs> oh,
2: I like Kinda. I like it when they
1: make that noise. Yeah. Well, did you have fun? Yes. You think you want to do it again? Do you like hunting with Daddy? Yes. Awesome. Um. Are you think you're gonna better shoot a big buck this fall? Yes. All right. Well, let me and Miss Caleb finish up, and I'll come see you in a second. Okay. Love Thank you. you. Thank go 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 go. Uh, uh, uh. Get, leave that alone. Well, that was your uh your Ace of Bear minute. Uh, she did kill her a big hog this week. We're super proud of her. Proud of her. And this is what me and Caleb sell. Uh, we sell. Caleb was talking about what deer and animals do, memories, you know, they represent memories. And that's just what land does. Me and Asa sitting there watching our reveals, big hog shows up. Me and my little girl go kill this big hog. So, all the little boys out there, one day when you take her to shoot a doe in your food plot, you ain't going to impress her because we we raising a killer. That's right. It ain't the first time. No, this ain't the first time. She's going, you know, if she, well, when she marries a hunter one day, he's got a lot of. He, he, he's gonna be have to. He he's going have to be one. Feel. He's yeah. gonna have to be one. He's gonna have to step up. That's right. That's right. Well, we're about to jump off of here. We've already asked Caleb the ten million dollar question, but we'll we'll do a little modification on that. All right, a hundred million dollar question. Excuse me. You last time I asked you this, Caleb, has been over a year ago. So has your answer changed a little bit? You've been on an elk hunt now. Some of those things.
2: Yeah, definitely it changes. I definitely want that some land up there in that northeast Louisiana corridor, somewhere along the river. Uh, you know, where I can do deer, ducks, and turkeys, you know, so I am being very picky on that. But with with enough money, you can be kind of picky. 100%.
1: You know?
2: I, I would want an elk ranch somewhere in Colorado or something like that. Where you know, I can elk I've been thinking
1: about hunt. the elk ranch thing. Okay, 100 million, you know, things we think about us guys. You know, I'm like, okay, do you want a $10 million elk ranch with your 100 million, or do you just want to go on, like, Unbelievable hunts at different states, you know, every year. Like, I I think I'd want a ranch. It's different,
2: man. It's different when it's yours. It is,
1: and I tell you, where you could kill one, and then you know, but you go for two weeks, and you're calling them in for your buddies, and yeah, that that. And
2: like, even if you just go up there in the winter, you know, and you're just sitting on the mountain with your wife and your kids and everything, and you're just like, that mountain right there, I own that mountain.
1: It's like John Dutton, yeah, like that. That is that's what we sell. We sell. John Dutton Juniors,
2: yeah, and it's just Mm -hmm. it's like it's primal. There's something primal about that feeling about your
1: own dirt. That's That's right. Well, speaking of the hundred million dollar question and what we got going on, we got to go out and go sell some land. So we're gonna jump off of here. We're gonna do another podcast, and we're gonna cook some deer burritos tonight, all killed on land that I own. That's right. It's a great day. I'm going to hit this little blue button. Y'all have a blessed day. We're going to record another episode here in a little bit. Deer season is approaching. Elk hunts in two weeks. we got a lot going on. Hey, thank you for listening to the Hunt and Landman podcast. If you will, take a moment, give us a five-star written view, guys. This really helps us out. And if you know anybody you think will be interested in this podcast, please share it with them.